everybody, it's episode 389 of PodQuest. Hey! It's Wednesday, January 26th, 2022. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. What's up? How's everybody doing tonight? Oh, it's a night. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Rich, you didn't come on having a, a near meltdown, so no. I, I assume your day's going better. <laughs> I mean, better for the most part. Uh, a little BTS for uh, the Sweeten family. My father... Uh, was getting back surgery starting at two o'clock today. So, oh, is he all right? Uh, he's he's had back pains for a few weeks, months now. Uh, and he finally reached it. Like he was going through the processes that insurance forces people to go through of let's do this step, then that step, then this step. And he was getting to the point of going to physical therapy. Um, and he just reached his limit of pain. And so my mom brought him to the hospital on Monday. And then he had been there, was it Monday? Yeah, it was Monday that she brought him. I think it was, yeah, Monday she brought him, and he'd been there since Monday, and uh, they set him up for surgery today to, he's got, like, some, some, uh, like, oh, what's the word, like, cracked discs and, 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 and shit, like, his back's always been really fucked for, for at least 10, 15 years, he's had some back surgery. Oh, has he really? Yeah, but we're, uh, probably going to, uh, look into getting him onto that medical ganja to help with his pain. Yeah, I mean, for what it's worth, um, my dad also, his back is just destroyed from what he did for a living. Mm -hmm. Um, They, he should have had surgery about a decade before they finally approved it. And when they finally approved it, they would only approve, like, the most invasive option. Mm -hmm. So, like, they have, like, the really, like, cool futuristic shit where they basically just, like, stick, like, a laser and a water gun inside of your back and, like, real tiny little incisions and just sort of, like, obliterate all the bad stuff yeah um for him they only approved basically cutting like a 10 inch hole in his back mm-hmm. and doing like the metal rods and shit and mm. all that yeah. but they waited so long to the point where like he just had permanent nerve damage like he had that surgery in i want to say early 2011 and his back is worse than it's ever been he got he got a little bit better for a couple of years but the damage was already too bad to get better but um, he got um, on medical marijuana, and he is on far fewer prescription painkillers than yeah. he was prior to getting it. Same with uh, Sarah's dad and his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, he, uh, my dad, uh, we were we had like a family gathering on, uh, Saturday, and uh, it was at a, a restaurant, and he couldn't sit down. That's how bad it was. And I was yeah, asking no, him, like, I was asking him, like, what's going on, and what, what hurts. And he was showing me, it's like for a little bit above his, like the uh, left side of his butt, like where, like sciatica pain mostly, but like a little bit above the left side of his butt, all the way down to like his, his upper thigh. Yeah, no, and hopefully, hopefully he's getting surgery soon enough, because that's basically what my dad's problem was, and it, it went so long that, like I said, it's just permanent nerve damage at this point, because, yeah. because your body's so weird, like bad back stuff ends up impacting like the um nerves in your legs really bad yes. but yeah like it he will almost a hundred percent get approved for medical marijuana and like that it seems to help with backs a lot yeah i mean even drew said it it was helping sarah's dad <laughs> yeah. yeah uh but yeah that's that, that's uh the only reason why i'm not like super stressed is i mean i am a little stressed i was gonna I, say I, that's I, like like, <laughs> like I, I am a, i am a little stressed but it's like that's why I, when it came to work i was just like fuck it when I was potentially going to have to work. I was like, no, that's not where I'm, no, I'm just not going to do it. Remind me next time I see your dad to let him know that the, the one week you weren't stressed was the week that he was having surgery. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll, I'll remind you. I'll remind you. 
But I mean, I, we wish him all the best because, like, your dad's yeah. a nice guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, he should be home uh, later, uh, probably tomorrow or later this. I'll be seeing him at the latest on Saturday, bringing my mom food shopping and stuff. Oh, well, that, I mean, honestly, if he's going to be out of the hospital that quickly, like, hopefully that means it's a pretty limitedly invasive surgery. I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's within the next couple of days. I don't really know. I I like the. He went to the hospital, and then they were gonna discharge him yesterday, and he's, like, the the meds started to wear off, and his pain is coming back full force, and so they were like, alright, let's get more tests done, and surgery, it, it was just out of nowhere, my mom texted me this morning, your dad's getting surgery. Which, I mean, hey, at least, at least they didn't make him leave the hospital in pain to come back yeah. and do surgery later. Yeah, thank um, God. Oh. Hopefully, like, he's got, like, a good doctor, too, because... Mm-hmm. He went you know. to Virtua. He got a good doctor. I mean, look, you you never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead. No, I don't know. Um, I guess... It's... What's on the agenda tonight, Rich? On the agenda. Uh, prior... I guess we can uh, quickly talk about one thing we were talking about before we got into the show. Uh, boss rushes. And then, uh, I guess Cobb has a disappointing surprise for us. Um, or somebody does. I don't really know. No, that's me. I'm the only one that, that types in this document. Yeah. And then finally, after weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of me trying to bring up a discussion on Orcs Must Die 3, we're finally going to get to talk about it. If, uh, if time allows. If time allows. <laughs> it's number three on the list. Uh, you never know. Whatever Look, the you surprises have, can yeah, take you hours. have no idea what my surprise is. Um, and then uh, there's talk about uh, Respawn and some Star Wars games, which I only saw a little bit of. And, uh, Cobb, you watched, uh, Peacemaker, and I completely forgot to watch the intro sequence. Watch it real quick. It's 90 uh, I, seconds, I, watch it. <laughs> yeah, just, just bring it up and watch it. Uh, yes, I will, I will do that now. So, for, for anyone that hasn't seen it, uh, Peacemaker, it's the, um, <laughs> Drew is writing if time allows onto the document. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Peacemaker is the, the HBO Max show, and it may have one of the best intros to a show. It's really good. Uh, we'll talk about it more once we're actually talking about Peacemaker, but I knew that it had an intro like that. Like, like I, I didn't know what the intro was, but I knew it was something along those lines, because I'd seen, seen like, chatter about it. But when it kicked in in the first episode, I was not expecting it, and it's just, it's very good. Yeah. This is beautiful. It, this is yeah, beautiful. It is. <laughs> like, that show is worth watching for the intro alone. I didn't know Robert Patrick was in that show. Oh yeah, he, he plays Peacemaker's dad. <laughs> Who's Robert Patrick? The T one thousand. Okay, he was also replaced Skulder or Mulder, <laughs> Mulder in the X Files <laughs> for like two seasons or whatever it was. Right, he was in like the last two seasons of X Files. Yep, I think he was in one of the movies too. I'm almost certain he was. Probably the first one. Well, no, because the first one, Def- Mulder was still in it. I mean, he was probably also in there though. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that movie came out, like, after the seasons he was in. I think that movie brought back Mulder. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, See, movie, I was never the a... movie was after the series wrapped up and Mulder was in the movie, I believe. He's definitely okay. in the, Mulder's definitely in it the movie. Definitely is, he's definitely in the movie, but I believe it was a movie after it wrapped up. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I was never a uh, an X-Files person, so that was just one of those... I actually saw the movies, <laughs> or I saw one of the movies. I think I saw the first one. Uh, so the first movie was 98. Uh, Which it does not look like Robert right. Patrick was in that one. Oh, I would have thought he was. 
and the series was 93 to 2002. Wow, it went longer than I realized. <laughs> yeah, that show was on for a long time. For some reason, I thought it ended in the 90s still, but was still on for like 10 years. Um, and it, it did get those two extra seasons in like, what, 2011, 2012, something like that? Yeah. Uh, 2016, oh, shit, 2016 and 2018. <laughs> God damn. That series was good. Um, yeah, I it, don't. I don't believe he was in any movies. Well, uh, that's Robert, a bummer. Yeah, because Robert Patrick's a, a a fun actor. I like John him. John Duggett. John J. Duggett. Uh, he was he started in season eight. Uh, and Scully wasn't even in season nine. It was Monica. So that's where you know, like things. Were- oh, that's yeah. No, I do remember that's that like being in news and all. Uh, but Rich, do you wanna do you wanna talk some more about these boss rushes that you're bad at? Yes, I look. I'm not bad at them, but uh, we were talking before we stream uh, started recording. We were talking about um, I played on my stream some of some more Hollow Knight, and I was saying fuck the Radiance. That's the worst boss fight in the world because it's all RNG based. And I was going to try to do the path of uh, the Ultimate Radiance, I believe is what it is. Uh, but there's a boss rush. Um, you need it's it's five different different sets of boss rushes and each set has like 10 bosses in it it's nuts um that's how many bosses are in that game seriously 50 fucking bosses that's too many bosses <laughs> that's a lot it of bosses too many bosses um so we got to talking about that and then we got into talking about mega man and how uh, mega man 1's boss rush is absolute fucking garbage compared to any other mega man boss rush because mega man does boss rushes right besides mega man 1 um and, and it just it Cobb, I think you, you what did you, you were saying that uh, all boss rushes are bad, or at least all Mega Man boss rushes are bad? No, just in general, boss rushes are bad, and I actually had forgotten that Mega Man 1 boss rushes were different from later games. Yeah, uh, so... They're, they're still objectively bad. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, so here's, here's the reasons why the other Mega Man boss rushes are not as bad as the Mega Man 1 boss. And it's, number one, they give you that, that little break zone and a healing area, and number two, the powers in Mega Man 2 don't suck as much as the powers in Mega Man. Mega Man 1 abilities are absolute garbage. Well, I mean, Mega Man 1 is a bad game. I mean, yeah, it, it, it really like, is. It really That series peaked with Mega Man 2. It really blows my mind that they've gotten, uh, what is it, 10 games plus Mega Man, or is it 11 Mega Man games plus Mega yep. Man X? Plus Mega Man Eleven, like it so blows my mind that they got so much out of Mega Man, which is, yeah, it's not that good of a game. Uh, I I was telling you guys on my stream when I played last Thursday, I played for three hours. Took me an hour to get into Wily's Castle. Took me two hours to beat Wily's Castle. I mean, you, but I I looked it up after you said that. How long to beat? That's a three hour game. Yeah, but like the six bosses shouldn't be. Only an hour of the game. The six bosses should be six sevenths of the game. Or, well, not even that, but like, it should be maybe two hours to kill the bosses and an hour for the fucking Wily Castle. Man, I don't know how long you think the Mega Man games are, but they are really not very long. Like, no, like Mega, Mega Man, Man 2, I've, I've definitely beaten the bosses in Mega Man 2 in less than 30 minutes. But that's the thing, like, especially with Mega Man 1 when there's six bosses and you're giving me a three-hour game, but the main brunt of the game is the Wily Castle, and, like, some of uh, the, the fucking uh, uh, goo monster in Mega Man 1 was just so bad, because, like, the time, you, 
it, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a shitty retro game. Like they're made to be replay replayed and for pattern recognition because that's all people had back then. Do you know how to cheese that game a little bit, especially the, like the the, the, the pause? You use yeah. you use elect man and you use the pause, but like. Uh, I, I mean, I'm using, I'm playing the, uh, Legacy Edition on Steam, and my pause button didn't seem to always work anytime I was trying it. Um, for instance, if I killed, when I killed Flame Man during the boss rush, after I killed him, I would not be able to go into the pause menu to switch to my next ability until all of his orbs are no longer on the screen. Huh. So, I'm, I'm just kind of looking at how long to beat. Basically, every Mega Man game, including most of the X's, are only like three to five hour games. Yeah. Which that's... I didn't, for some reason, I, I legitimately thought that some of the later ones, like four and on, and, and the X games especially, were, you know, not significantly, but just longer. But no, I was I was quite wrong. Yeah, I mean, it's four to five hours seems reasonable, especially since, like, it. I do understand, like, the thinking it might have been longer, especially, like, the PlayStation era, Mega Man, uh, like, six and seven. Um, but, yeah, they're never, they've never really been long games. And I, I know that for a fact. It's just, it's, to me, the fact that a game is three hours long, but two of it, two of the three hours is the same level, and you don't really advance your character much during that level. Like, but I, Again, like, the only two good Mega Man games are 2 and 3, so those games actually, you know, they play better. And and Wily's Castle in both of those are are both more challenging and a little more diverse. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I mean I've mean, i only ever played Mega Man 1, 2, and then, like, the PlayStation eras, really. Maybe it was, like, Mega Man 1, 2, and 6, or 7, like, that's really well, it. 6 I was really, a bad one. I haven't played on, which one was had the kickball? Uh, that was seven. seven. So you you would have played seven and eight because six was actually the last one on the NES. Yep. Yeah. So I've like, I've I've only played Mega Man one, two, and then seven, and then a bunch of the X's, and then the remakes of Mega Man one when they did that on the PSP, uh, as well as like Legends and and some other things. So like I I can't really comment on good or bad. Plus it's just been so long that I can't fully remember them. Like. I have memories of Snake Man, which is Mega Man three, because that I mm-hmm. believe that's the only Mega Man we had back when we had an NES. And like I, I have memories of Snake Man all the time and nostalgia for Snake, but that's it. But when it comes to fucking Mega Man one, like uh, who is so Cutman is weak to Gutsman, right? Yeah. When you get into the boss rush for Cutman, there are no bricks to throw at Cutman, so you don't even get to use his strength against him. Oh, that's funny. Which, it's bullshit. So, like, and it starts Cutman first, and then, um, who's after Cutman during the boss rush? Cutman, and then someone I can't remember, because then at the last it goes, uh, I think it's Cutman, then Electman. Yeah, Cutman and Electman, first and second. And then it takes you to fight Dark Mega Man, or, or Anti Mega Man, whatever you want to call him. And then there's another two levels in Wily's Castle with two bosses. Before you get back to the boss rush, which starts with a whole level that you have to do before you even get to fighting the bosses. And then it starts with, um, let's see, who is, who is it next? Because we had Cutman, Electman, and then we would have Bombman, who's weak to Cutman, Fireman, who's weak to Iceman, Iceman, who's weak to Electman, and then Gutsman, who's weak to Bombman. But Bombman's ability is worse than Gutsman's ability. Because it doesn't blow up right away. It sits there. And Gutsman, he does nothing but jumps the entire time. 
So you have to be able to time your jump properly and move around while jumping to avoid from being stun-locked on his jump. And on top of that, Fireman just doesn't stop shooting. And you cannot dodge his abilities at all. It's just, it was the worst fucking thing in the world. I'm like, I can't understand how this, this game has gotten 30 games made after it. Yeah. I think it's funny that, and a, a lot of it has to do with the cartoon. Yeah. But I feel like Mega Man, like uh, Mega Man 1 has the, I don't want to say more iconic Robot Masters, but just like the ones that, like if you ask to name a Robot Master, you're probably saying Cutsman or Gutsman. Yeah. Versus like Mega Man 2 and 3 are the better games. And, like, I know them because I've, pl- I've played them a bunch, but, like, I feel like they're not as in, like, the gaming lexicon as the Mega Man 1 Robot Master. See, my problem is with Mega Man 2 to Mega Man 1, some of the Mega Man 2 Robot Master designs are just stupid as fuck. Flame Man is a fucking lighter. Man, if you think the Mega Man 2 Robot Masters are bad, yeah, man. like, they really started to run out after they got to 4. I, yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like, Mega Man 1 had some cool designs for Robot Masters, but, like, just flawed gameplay and design, and when they did the remake, they remade everything about it, and that was actually a good game. They even added two bosses into it, as well. They added Oil Man, and I can't remember who the other one was, but, like, it also rearranged who was weak to what, because then Fire Man was strong against uh, Oil Man. Instead of Iceman. Makes or no. sense. Fireman, that's, Fireman was strong against... Oh man, I got that wrong. It's Cutman is strong against Electman. Electman is strong against um, Iceman. Iceman is strong against Fireman. Fireman is strong against Bombman. Bombman is strong against Gutsman. Because Fire lights the bombs on fire and blows them up. Also, to your point about the Mega Man 2 bosses, like, literally they did Fire and Flame Man... In yeah, the first yeah. two games, it's like, yeah. oh shit, we've run out of ideas already. We and need fire there, again. Uh, Do fire again. Let's go. Isn't there an Iceman well, in Mega Man Two as well? Like, no. Or no, it's water. It's Bubble Man. Fucking yes. Bubble Man. And then, and then on top of that, you've got Quick Man, who's uh, is it no? Yeah, Quick Man, whose ability uh, or whose weakness is Crash Man because he can't stand still, and so you use Crash Man, which stops time and no, takes his health to halfway. That's Flash Man. Stops time. Oh, Crash, Crash Man, Man is the boss. Stops time. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's so so like Heat Man's Look, Mega design Man's, is Mega so Man bad. Six has a Tomahawk Man, <laughs> a Night Man like with a K, and also it has another Flame Man. Another Flame Man. Yeah, like literally the character is just called Flame Man, <laughs> but it is not the Mega Man One Flame Man. Oh boy. Yeah. Lo- oh, no, boy. like past past Mega Man Three, the main series. They ran out of fucking ideas. Well, well until... Mega Man, Mega Man Two is Flame Man. Mega Man One is Fire Man. So... Right, right. I always get them swapped, yeah. but still, there is another Flame Man in Mega Man Six. <laughs> well, I guess but... Fire is really hard to create a Robot Master. But yeah, Boss Rushes, man. Mega Man does it right. Hollow Knight doesn't. There's too many bosses. Fifty fucking I mean, bosses look, in that game. Boss rushes are kind of like um, escort missions. Nobody likes them. Nobody wants to do them. Developers keep making them. Yeah. Luckily, with Hollow Knight, it's not mandatory. Like, that's, that's side shit. That was like, hey, here's DLC if you want to keep playing this game, and that's it. Which, like, that is at least good. And, you, like, you're not wrong. Like, as far as boss rushes go, most Mega Man games actually do them right, you know. There are, there's a limited number of bosses past the first game. There, you do get to decide what order to take them out in. 
and I want I don't know if it was Mega Man two or not, but one of them you do get a like an energy pellet after each boss. I'm, I'm it not might sure. have been three. I, uh, I my memory mostly is of seven and where you have to pick when you take the the, the energy pellet. because if you take it too soon you're not going to get it anymore. If you take it, I, I mean you're not going to take it too late because you're going to die. But I believe also in most of them if you die you only have to restart the boss rush if you get a game over and not if you die. Too. Well, in the original Mega Man's too you don't collect the health pellets they're just there to get and heal yourself. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think in two I. Maybe it's three, you you get an item that you can use to heal yourself. But, like, I'm pretty sure the bosses in three, um, during the boss rush, at least some of them give you a health pellet afterwards. It's that been just right. long enough since It's been just long enough since I've played them that I'm, I just can't remember. I mean, well, I'll be playing, probably playing Mega Man 3 next week, so. I'll be playing Mega well, Man 2 this week and Mega Man Okay, I was about to say, what the fuck are you playing Mega Man 2? <laughs> if, if I, it depends on if I decide whether or not to get Legends Arceus this week. Whether I'm definitely getting it. Playing. Apparently, it's it's good. People I'm, people are enjoying it. I'm hearing it's good, but also at the same time, I kind of want Sifu more. Um, but like, what's going through my head right now is I can get Legends Arceus for the same price it's always going to be, and get Sifu when it goes on sale because it'll definitely go on sale at some point. Or I can get Sifu at normal price and then get Legends eventually when it never goes on sale at normal price. I was gonna say like. The Pokemon game is not going to ever go on yeah. sale. So. Yeah, exactly. So I'm leaning more towards Arceus, but I just I really want Sifu. Look, they're like two weeks apart. Get both. Uh, Sifu is the eighth. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, it is. It's. It is a little over a week and a half. They ago. are in two different week periods. They are about two weeks apart. No, but well, maybe we'll see. Maybe I'll get it uh, when I get paid that Friday after Sifu releases. We'll see. But uh, Kyle, Wait, how much? Got is, a... How much is Sifu? It's probably it's gonna 40. be. Is it forty? Yeah, it's only a forty dollars game. You got this. Get them both. Treat yourself. I was I was expecting it to be maybe a sixty dollars. Yeah, no, it's forty. Twenty. You're saving twenty bucks. Buy them both. I'm not saving any money if I buy it. <laughs> no, you a hundred percent are. No, you. If I buy them both, I'm not saving any money. But if I wait until the game is like thirty, twenty, thirty bucks, I am saving money. Yeah, but if you buy them both now, you will have enough games to play that you won't need to leave your house for anything. So you'll be saving money on gas. I've got Games Pass. I already have enough games to play where I don't have my house right. You don't. You don't. I do. I do. I still haven't even touched Halo. I'm going to be doing Ori in the Blind Forest next week. Like I've got, I've got plenty of games, and I just bought the expansion for um, City Skylines. I don't need to leave the house. Why do you keep buying these expansions, man? Because I can now make a, a an airport. Oh boy! I mean, it's it's exciting for somebody who likes the game. <laughs> that's that's fair. That is anyway, Cobb, you have a disappointing surprise for us? I do. Uh, I I mean, I guess it's more disappointing for me than it is for you guys. Uh-huh. Um, so, because because both of you were, were complaining about it, I, I tried Hollow Knight. Um, it was on Game Pass, so I, I booted it up um, mm-hmm. on, on my computer while I was working. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't like it. Man! It, like, it's not a bad game. Like, I don't think it plays bad. I don't think, like, there's anything, like, bad about it. It's just, like, it's not for me. Is, is is that really a surprise though? No, not at all. But like you kept saying, you think I'd like it, and I'm not do I'm not saying that just to spite you. Like, just it wasn't for me. Like, I think it it controlled well. Um, how how long did you where where did you get to? How long did you play for? I played for about an hour. I got to a point where I got like a magic blast when I hit B. I got a little past that. Okay, so you don't even have the dodge. You don't even have the double jump. No, so that was really annoying. Any- not just having a double jump. 
I'm going to be well, honest. You got you got to unlock it. <laughs> no, I I mean I understand that, but yeah, I mean like it's a little floaty. Like I I wasn't super into the platforming of it. Just, but it didn't. It wasn't bad though. Like it's not like it controlled poorly. I just didn't like the feel of it, which is totally different. That's preference versus programming. Um, but like it was very responsive. Like it looks very pretty. Um, I thought the combat was kind of boring, but the combat felt okay. Like when I hit the button, I hit the enemy, so that was that worked. But yeah, it just I don't know. Like I said, like I don't I don't think I like Metroidvanias. I think I just like Metroid. And honestly, you probably don't even really like Metroid. You just like Metroid. No, I I. I was just before Metroid Dread came out. I was playing um, Zero Mission again. I played Metroid uh, or Super Metroid several times over the last few years. Like I like those games for whatever reason. It it might be partial nostalgia. Like it might just be that I have a fondness for them from playing them when I was younger. So even when the new ones come out, if they still play that way, I like them. Yeah. But also, most Metroidvanias have other aspects to them that like are more in line with like Symphony of the Night, Castlevania stuff. And I've never played Symphony of the Night. And the few times I've tried to play, like, the spiritual successors, like, um, uh, what was that fucking, uh, Bloodstained. Like, the actual, like, Bloodstained, not the, the Inti Creates 8-bit ones. Um, I didn't like Bloodstained. That game was not fun at all. I tried it on Game Pass. Like, I liked it so little, I don't think I bothered talking about it. Because it, I, I, I hated every second I had with it. Um, so yeah, I just, I don't think I like Metroidvanias. I think I like Metroid. Fair. I don't agree. I don't like it. I don't like it. I have bad taste. Look, I told you you'd be disappointed. I I agree with you there, Richie. I mean, I'm not disappointed. I'm just angry. I'm not angry. I'm not it's disappointed. I'm just angry. <laughs> like it's that's just... like the opposite. I'm not <laughs> angry. I'm disappointed. Richie's like, no, no, I'm not disappointed. I'm angry. That's that's exactly exactly what it is. I'm not I'm not disappointed. I'm just angry. Angry at your bad taste in video games. But like, I don't think it's a bad game. I actually, like I said, it controls really well. Like the um, aesthetically, it's really nice. The, the fact that the environment's actually, like, not fully destructible, but there's a lot of stuff that, like, if you're swiping your sword, you, you destroy it as you're going. It's nice. Um, the, the light physics are also really good. Like, if you, um, cut over, like, a lamp or something like that, being able to watch the light kind of go with it and illuminate different things. But, yeah, I thought the combat was just kind of boring and uninspired. And, yeah, just. I, I mean, I can, I can understand that with the combat, especially early on, because all you're doing is slashing. You don't have the dodges, you don't have the jumps, you just have the slash, really. Like, the game really opens up when you can customize your, uh, your knight and, and choose the way you want to play it as you get more crests and uh, unlock more abilities and the magical powers and stuff like that. Agreed. But I mean, I yep. don't even, I don't really use any of the magic abilities. Like, at all. Which might be a problem. Might yeah, be- like, by the time I got to, so I guess it was like, I'm assuming he was the first boss. It was, like, a guy in a suit of armor that when you knocked him over, like, the white bug head would come out, and you would just slash away at that white bug head, and... Yeah, he was a then false would... champion. Okay, yeah, so, like, by the time I got there, it was just like, alright, no, like, I get this combat, it's not... The the way the combat is out of the gate isn't anything special. Um, the pattern recognition, at least early on, is very easy to do. Like, I died once, and it was because I just... I literally wasn't paying attention, and it was one of the, um... I don't, I, I don't know what they're called, but it it's the smaller version of the boss, basically. They have, like, a big, like, sword, and they'll slash down once, and then occasionally they'll um, jump backwards and make, like, a little shockwave come at you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one of the like this the third time I fought one of them, it killed me because I was just not paying atten- attention mm-hmm. to what I was doing. Yeah. I I stopped instead of jumping out of the way to try and heal because I went into the fight without enough health. Um, I'm like, oh, I have enough time to do this real quick, and then the motherfucker just hit me with a sword. I'm just like, okay, no, I totally didn't have enough time to do that. Never mind. And at that, and I didn't realize that the I hadn't been hit by them the first couple of times I fought them, so I didn't know they took two health from you. Mm-hmm. So it just it was just one of those like unfortunate like oh well that sucks. And at that like, point, do you like Celeste? Oh yeah, Celeste is great. Honestly, I don't know much about Celeste. I've only recently only seen a little bit of it. I you would absolutely hate it. Yeah, you fucking hate every second of, of Celeste. It. I, 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 I recently for the first time ever saw gameplay of Celeste, and I thought the the the, the art was just fucking garbage already. Um, but like to me, as I'm looking at Celeste, it kind of shocks me that like as I'm looking somebody watching somebody play Celeste through whatever part I was watching them play it through. I'm just sitting here as you're talking about. It's like you would definitely, if you enjoyed Celeste, you would enjoy this game when you get further in it. Like, but and so it's Celeste... not much. It's not much further though. It's literally the double jump and the dash, which are like the second two things you should get. But so here's the thing, Celeste. It, there's no exploration. There's no enemies. There's no combat. Mm-hmm. It is just platforming. It yeah. is straight. Figure out how to get from point A to point B without dying. And it's all just, you know, learning how to time your double jumps and to how to, like, wall jump and cling to the walls and do, like, fancy little, like, jump out and in and over and around to, like, jump through a bunch of spikes and land on the other side and grab the wall before you run out of stamina. Whereas, like, Hollow Knight is very much in the Metroidvania of, oh, yeah, there's platforming. Like, there there's difficult platforming getting between, like, spikes and... um like I, like I found like those worms that like shoot out of the ground and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's enemies that you also have to contend with and boss fights and actual exploration and it's honestly the exploration like kind of gets me the most. Like I just I don't want to wander around lo- like not really knowing where to go or what to do until I happen to find the next map. Whereas a game like Celeste or Celeste and Super Meat Boy are very similar. It's just point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Just figure out how to get there. The exploration is exactly what pulled me into these. It's like going around and figuring out, can I do this? Should I be here? Trying to fight and go through areas that you're not strong enough to see if either you're going to get better or if you just go somewhere else. And like finding all the different locales and biomes, it's just that's that's what pulls me into these types of games. But so that's that's one of the same reasons why I don't think I'd like Returnal. Um, and a lot of that, it, it's the backtracking. I don't want to do the same thing multiple times. And in games like that, you know, you go the wrong way, you have to turn around, backtrack. If you go the wrong way, you run into, like, an enemy that's too strong, it kills you, you, you then get taken back to your last save and have to go through everything again. It's like, I don't want to do that at all. Like, I just want I want to progress. See, with Returnal, um, there's there's not a lot of backtrack. There really is But there's isn't. a lot of dying, so you're redoing biomes over and over again. I mean, I would argue there's not a lot of dying. There's a lot of not dying. My, I mean, my, I, my, I've my, seen people play that game. I would be bad at that game. My <laughs> final playthrough took me... Three hours, and I went through the fifth and sixth biome with, like, I did the sixth biome, the last level, the final boss, without dying at all. Like, which I mean, that's good job. It's, I, it's, it was. I mean, I had a really awesome setup. I had a really great gear setup and everything. But like, when it comes to Returnal, like, because runs can be so long, you don't actually die that often. And once you reach each zone, 
there are skips for other zones. So when... Oh, right, because you can open up, like, paths and stuff, right? Yeah, so, like, zone one, you always have to go through zone one to get to zone two and to zone three. But you don't always have to go through zone two to get to zone three. And it's the same with, uh, zone... uh, No, zone zone four, you have to go through to get to zone five. But once you reach zone five, you can go right to zone six with no problem. Actually, you might not even have to go into Zone 5. You might be able to just get to the end of Zone 1, or Zone 4, and go right to Zone 6. Like, there, you skip the middle area, the middle zone, generally. You can skip it. And it gives you items that, like, will level you up to the level you you should be at when, you were, when you're starting those areas. Not like... Okay. It, like, you're, you're a little bit stronger if you would have gone through all of Zone 1, fought the boss, all of Zone 2 fought the boss, and then gone into Zone 3, you'd probably be stronger, quite a bit stronger, and might have a better setup and loadout. Or you could just go right to Zone 3, and it'll give you the power-ups to get you to, like, level, or whatever, I can't remember what they're called in that, like, level 7, or whatever, that you need, that's, like, the minimum you should be at when you get to the... And, you know, in, like, three or four years, when it's, um, a PS Plus game, I'll totally give it a shot. I I think I will be bad at it, though. Which is one of those things where I I expect to die a lot in a game like that, and that's not fun. Like I just I want to move forward. I don't want to redo things. I don't want to have to go through the even even when there's shortcuts. I don't want to backtrack and redo things. Um, and like a lot of Metro, that's what Metroidvanias are. Like it's backtracking and redoing things. Like I mean, even in in Hollow Knight, the first um the first section up until you you beat the first boss, the only save is in like the the town. Yeah. So if you die, you have to go all the way back up to the town and then make your way back down again. And, you know, once you've been through it a couple times, it's not that bad, but it's still kind of a hassle until you re- until you buy the uh, the map thing that lets you see where you're at on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that you made it that. much easier. <laughs> I don't even use I've never used that at all. See, I use it all the time because that's my, compl- my only complaint about Hollow Knight is I can never fucking tell where I'm supposed to go. Like, I, I use the map. I don't use the crest that lets me know where I'm at. I know where I'm at. Yeah, I, d- I have no... Like, I've also never played it before. I know nothing about it, so... And and also, uh, there is a um, a bench closer to the boss than that boss. You just didn't explore enough. So, the any anytime I went to an area where the map didn't fill it in, I figured I wasn't supposed to go there yet, so I would turn around, because... No, it, it fills it in when you rest at a bench, because he has to write it in himself. Oh, is that how that's supposed to work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, when you and it, he fills it in. If you die too, and you come back, you hear a little scribbling, and your map is then updated with everywhere you've been. Okay, because I did buy the crest thing that lets you, or whatever it was that lets you fill in the map, but it wasn't being filled in at all. Um, but like, I also found like a little letter on the ground from the the guy that sold me the first map, who said to go to his shop to buy more maps, and they don't have any other maps to buy. Yeah, so you have to find him in each location, and if you don't have the money to buy the map when you find him in that location, then she'll have it when you leave that time. Okay. But, that makes sense. Yeah, you, so, first of all, Conifer's the man, and I want to cosplay him. And second, uh, yeah, like, he's it's, it, you, you will find him, you won't be able to get the map unless you find him in that location uh, and the little piece of paper is telling you to go find that map's location. That that location's map. But also, it's telling you to you can buy different stamps and things like that for your maps, for your waypoints and stuff. Okay, I mean, look, 
I'm not going to play any more of it, so it's it's kind of neither here nor there, but yeah, it's, I don't know, not, definitely not for me. I'm glad you guys enjoy it, though. Like, that's good. It's not a bad game. I, I still wait for the day where Cobb talks about a game. I want <laughs> plenty of games. I, I just talked about Judgment like two weeks ago and how good it was. Yeah, you, you hated it. Also, I literally just said how much I love Celeste. I don't, I don't believe you. I, I wasn't. No, I, I think it's funny how you're... <laughs> it's very funny that you just like, well, have you ever seen the game Celeste? It's like, yeah, that game's amazing. It's nothing well, like Hollow Knight. <laughs> well, no, like, I, I, I wasn't saying have you seen it. It's more of I know I remember you saying you liked it, and I've never played it. And the first, yeah, I, you would hate every second of yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, I, it's way like, more like Super Meat Boy than anything else. Like the, the the platforming that I saw on there made me think like this is very like Golden Palace platforming or not White Palace platforming and stuff and timing and that's like I'm like I'm shocked that if you like that yeah you would you would probably again you just you need to you need to get the abilities you need to get. Like, you need to get the double jump and the dash, really. That's when the game feels a little bit more comfortable and better. And it's easier to dodge out of things with as well. Yeah, I mean, I could tell that that game was meant to be played with, like, at least a double jump. And I figured it was it was probably an early upgrade you got. But by the time I got to the point where, like, I had the little blast thing, I had seen enough of the game and realized that it just... I was not having fun. Like, it, it honestly felt like more of a chore playing it than anything else. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Look, man, I I told you I wouldn't like it. I know the sort of games I like, just like I know that you would hate like Celeste and Super Meat Boy. Yeah, I I I don't I I I think I tried Super Meat Boy once. I didn't hate it, but I only played it for like twenty minutes because I just wasn't feeling playing it, and that yeah. just happens. And I'm not even saying like I wasn't feeling it, like it didn't feel good or whatever. I just there's been times where I've opened up City Skylines, started playing in a city, and I'm like, I don't want to play this, and I just exit out like. It's just sometimes I start playing and like I don't, this isn't what I wanted. And oh yeah, no that 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 means to me plenty of times. Like I I I turned on my Switch the other day and like stared at all the games I have. And I'm just like I don't actually want to play any of these, and I ended yeah. up just turning the Switch off and watching TV because it's like eh, like I I want to play something, but I don't want to play this, so I'm just not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna like bang my head and like force myself to play something that I'm not like feeling. But do you want to talk about an Orcs Must Die? I, we have like five minutes to spare. Yeah, we've only got a few minutes, we've only got a few minutes. Anyway, I finally, uh, a few weeks back, uh, we've been playing it on stream, uh, me and Timmy, we've been playing it co-op, because the whole game can be played co-op, uh, but we, we play, we've been playing through Orcs Must Die 3. Previously, we'd been playing through Orcs 2, uh, 3 came out in, uh, September, uh, we didn't start it till, like, December-ish, or maybe November, I can't I feel remember. like you've been putting this on the, the outline for longer than just a month. As pr- it's been about two months, probably. But like off and on, we didn't have we didn't play as frequently on stream as we have in the past couple of weeks. So like we've been playing off and on, uh, but we we've made it through the entire storyline. We actually also purchased the DLC when we got the game, or I I purchased the DLC when we decided we were going to play it. I already had the game before uh, he bought it. Um, and that game, it's just it's it's such a Nice, fun, whimsical game of killing orcs because they must die. Um, and it's, it's like a fun strategy tower defense, but you're also like on the field and it's not just like RTS style, which is really cool. Uh, and they, they added in this one a mo, like the, uh, like big battles, essentially, where instead of it just being like, say, a hundred orcs are coming at you during the course of the entire uh, level, it's like a thousand orcs are coming at you, and you get big weapons that you have to send them, and like uh, our 
uh, favorite things to use are uh, launch pads that will send anything that's standing on them that's small or medium flying in the direction that they're facing. So you can send them into the water and kill them and stuff. Um, but it's just, it's, it's such, graphically, they, it looks so much better and cleaner than Orphos Die 2. I think it's been like at least five years between releases. So it makes sense. Uh, but they just, they added some really cool, uh, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, placements and stuff that you could put along the walls. Like, my, my most used thing is a dart trap that you place on the ceiling, and it'll pop down and shoot everything around it in, like, an area. And you can, like, speed up how frequently it, 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 uh, re reloads and keeps getting reused. Uh, I was also using, at the end of our playthrough, I had blade traps that the blades will bounce off the walls. And so you set them to launch in a certain direction, and when the enemy passes by them, they'll launch blades and just send them all over the place. They'll eventually explode. And uh, my favorite thing to use uh, overall, in the big battles mode only, they had these giant, like, uh, spike balls that you place on the wall, and then you, you shoot them, and they'll send balls down into the enemies. So uh, anytime we played a big battle that we had that, I would make sure to place a couple in our line, because the cool thing is you can strategize and place, uh, like, um, barricades and stuff so that enemies' lines won't go in a certain direction or come back in different areas and stuff. So I'll set up where, uh, we're having, we're, fi um, uh, having all the enemies go towards. I'll set them up and, like, I'll go check an area and I'll just say to Tim, yo, don't forget to play with my balls. And, uh, keep using my balls. And to remind him to turn around and, and shoot the balls that are on the wall, send them into the enemies. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they, they also, they, in, in Orcs Must Die 2, they also had a endless mode where you could just go pick a level and just play until you can't kill the orcs anymore and they go into your rift. Because uh, the whole point of the game is orcs are coming to go into this rift to come into our world and destroy everything. And so we, you play in the world between worlds, between the orcs world and our world keeping them from going through the rifts. And um, in the endless mode, you get, say, 100 rift points or whatever, and you have to uh, defend the rift from any enemies coming to you for as long as you can. Um, we, we've only done... We dived into that a little bit in Orcs 2. We haven't really touched it in Orcs 3, but it's it's the same thing. You just... End, endless waves, you, you set up your loadout at the beginning, and that's all you can use. Whatever the loadout is you set up for yourself at the beginning is all you can use. I've seen people go 50, 60, 70 rounds. Uh, it can be pretty intense. And uh, the more rounds you go, the stronger the enemies get to, where I've seen a playthrough where um, the enemies weren't taking any damage by anything because, like, it, it, it had just gone on that long and they had just gotten that strong. Um, and then they also... The, the cool mode, the cool thing they added is this mode called Scramble Mode. And so you start off, and you pick a debuff. So these enemies always show up, or this happens, or that ha Like, when you die, it costs ten rift points instead of zero. Or uh, your your barricades have less health, or something like that. Um, and you do a, a level in with that debuff. When you complete it, you get a buff. You can choose whichever one buff you can have. You then go to the next level, and your buffs stack on top of each... Your debuffs and buffs stack. So, so it's kind of like that, um, whatchamacallit game? Uh, what was that, uh, asynchronous, uh, zombie game from, like, four months ago? Fuck. Uh, the red, no, not red. Um, Back for Blood. It had the card system, and they would stack on top of each other? Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, there would be, like, it went back for Blood, you have the cards that, like, increases the enemy's damage or whatever, and it's just, it's the same with this. Like, there's a buff, you know, there's a debuff you get every match, and then there's a buff you get when you complete the match. Um, so there's, it's, it looks to be like there's only five levels, or level types, so there's four buffs that you can get, and, and five debuffs that you can get per, per match or whatever, or per whole, uh, loadout, and you can have it reshuffle every once in a while, you can have it, uh, clear out your scramble mode entirely but it's cool it makes a little bit more strategy because uh when we were last playing our uh one of the main things we use are barricades to set up a pathing for the enemies to go through like so that we can fight them just through one spot instead of all over the place and uh one of our debuffs is to cut the uh barricades health in half which just really screws with you because if they get hit like once or twice they're gone um and generally, they won't get hit unless they have no other way to go, or if uh, some exploding enemies come running by. Their main goal is to explode by a barricade, even if it's out of the way. They'll go to a barricade instead of following the path to the um, to the rift, because if they can destroy the barricade, that'll open up a new path to the rift. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a really neat, um, uh, 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 cool added mode. Uh, the the DLC was was fun. They had you fighting against. Uh, um, Cyclopses instead of orcs, mostly. Um, well, that's just false advertising, then. I mean, it's 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 a it's like the frozen tundra or something like that. Like you still fought orcs, but there was also Cyclopses as well. And and like as you progress through the level, it's not just or through the game. It's not just orcs. There's ogres and and trolls and gnolls and this and that and everything else. Uh, but these games, they're just so fun. They made a board game out of it. I've always wanted to get into get it, but I it, it's expensive. And I haven't seen it at PAX since I saw it the first time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I highly suggest anybody who likes, like, the strategy, um, style gameplay or, like, tower defense style gameplay to look into Orcs Must Die. Like, all three of them are great games, but Orcs Must Die 3 really, like, blew it out the water. All the added, um, uh, weapons that you can get and all the different, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, different, placements that you can have, different traps. Like, I, I, I throw down a flower or two in every, um, like, choke point we have, which causes the enemies to get confused. So they'll turn around and run backwards, or, 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 or just stop in, in their, in their footsteps. So it'll, like, every, every so often, it'll just make all the enemies around it confused. Uh, whereas, like, Tim, he'll focus on using, like, archers and, and, um, damaging uh, traps, or and I'll focus on like stopping the enemies where they are, and 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 making them ha- get hit multiple times with the traps that we have set up. But so, are is this a game that you're going to keep playing, or since you finished through most of it, are you kind of done with it now? Uh, we'll see. Um, we will at least play probably next week. Um, and we might we might continue on. We we don't want to like lose steam with it. We don't want to be bored with it. Um, so we're going to definitely keep playing until like until we've had our fill and then probably go back from time to time because it does have the endless mode it does have the um the the, the scramble mode uh, but we we are looking at like maybe going into apex or um uh, uh, uh rainbow sect extraction or something else uh we've been i've been uh, texting back and forth maybe deep rock galactic uh but uh, we've been texting back and forth or i've been texting him trying to be like what about this game? What about that game? Because it's, it's Teamwork Tuesdays. We gotta 
teamwork together and play games. I mean, I'll definitely get in if you play Apex for sure. I've I've got uh, I for sure I'll, I'll I'll have to let you know. Um, min, at, at, at minimum we'd be doing duos, but of course we'd definitely be doing trios if you were to join. And then uh, my cousin, who's I've been streaming as well, has been wanting to, wanting to play Apex. With, so I've got a bunch of people who want to play Apex, and I've been honestly wanting to play Apex for a while. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens, but we don't really know what game we're going to play next. Uh, I think was Orcs Must Die for the longest time. It's been like four months we were just playing orcs must die together and now we don't know what to play which at least there are always more games <laughs> yeah yeah i thought i thought about trying to talk him into getting uh monster hunter um that's but he mean. doesn't he doesn't he doesn't want to play monster at least i don't know if he wants to play monster i've never actually really talked to him nobody wants to play monster hunter except for like you and a couple million other people that bought <laughs> I, I, honestly, nobody else monster hunter came out on pc two weeks ago i don't want to play monster hunter I, apparently I, it looks amazing. It does. It does. I've seen things. It does look really good. I don't want to do that final boss again. I don't. I don't. Just, no. Fuck that whole, like, final boss sequence, as well as being, having to do the, um, the rampages, which had so much promise, but ended up being the worst fucking things in the world. Like, I don't want to do that again. So I've told them, like, I'm not getting it right now. I'm not going to pay full price for a game. That I already paid full price for. I'm not getting it unless it goes on a good sale with the expansion, and then I'll get it on PC. Otherwise, I'm probably not even going to get the expansion. Well, you're just a bad fan. No, mm-hmm. it's just this game was not good. I've I've even I've been on and listening to to, to to the guys play it while I was playing something else. We'll be on Discord chatting, and and they're complaining the whole time. This is fucking stupid. That's fucking stupid. well. Yeah, it's Monster Hunter fucking Rise. It was a bad game. <laughs> Why are you still playing it? Like. Well, it was a I bad mean, I've monster. Been, hunter. I've been telling like, you, Monster Hunter was bad for years. No, no, this this was a bad Monster Hunter. It was literally like nothing about it was good. And all he keeps saying is, "I can't wait to go back to my heavy and light bow guns." It's like, dude, like, I, then why not just do that from the beginning? If that's all you want to use, just use it from the beginning. Well, I, I, it's it's very resource heavy, and you don't have the resources at the beginning. Well, then maybe get better at something else. Um, that is harsh. Just, it's. It's the truth. It's either it's either this thing sucks and I can't wait to use the other thing, or it's this thing's too much, too resource heavy. I don't like using it too often. And it's like, well, it's honestly this Monster Hunter Rise. You did you did not need to get for the PC. You didn't. You didn't. And, I mean, you're and not I, wrong. Like I probably won't get Sunbreak unless it's a really good sale. Is that the name of the expansion? That's the name of the expansion, which comes out in a few months, March or April. I believe I don't. It might actually be holiday. I don't even remember. But like, if it doesn't come out day and date on PC as well as Switch, then I'm definitely not getting it on on, on release date. I won't get it until PC because I don't have anybody to play with it on on the Switch. And if I do get it on PC, I'm gonna have to go through all the beginning shit again. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so I'm probably I might not get it. Like, understandably, <laughs> it's and it, it's like the whole. I had I put a hundred hours into it. I'm not going to say it's a bad game. I, I had a good time playing the parts that I played. But the final boss fight, I don't want to do again. The rampages, I don't want to do again. The whole rest of the game, I enjoy, but I have to do some of these other things. And I don't want to have to do those things. And that's that's my only issue with it. If they made a cross-save feature where I could pull my save from my Switch over the PC, I'd buy it. Buy it right away. But they're not going to do that because Capcom can't figure it out. Even though <laughs> even though modders already did. 
That sounds about right. Modders already figured out how to do cross saves and cross play, or, or, or uh, yeah, cross saves. And I think they figured out how to do cross play, but it, like it breaks things if you try to do it. Yeah, and I could imagine. The, the best part about the whole release for uh, uh, Rise for PC was I, I don't. Did you guys hear about what was going on with Final Fantasy VII PC release? I was actually just going to bring this up when you meant when Cobb mentioned how uh, the PC version of Rise apparently looks really good. Yeah. So uh, when Seven released on PC, um, there and I believe continues because I don't think S- Square fixed it. Um, at certain or, points, at certain points, there seems to be frame rate drops. Are, are you talking about the the remake? Yeah, the remake. The Final oh, Fantasy Seven remake. I was going to talk about the actual PC version of Final Fantasy VII, because something recently has come out with that, but go ahead. So when the remake, uh, a remake with Integrate, came out on PC, there was... Uh, streamers were, were having a fit about it, and, 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 and gamers on the PC having a fit about it. This is a broken game, because the frame rate drops. The frame rate will drop sometimes. Now, when, when you're saying frame rate drops, are you saying, like, sub-30? Or just not at a solid 60? It'll go from whatever they have, 120 or 60, whatever their peak is, down to 40 for less than a second. Like a quick drop and then comes back. And maybe it'll happen like every couple of minutes, every 5-10 minutes. It's not like it lasts. It's not like it persists. But it, it drops and comes back. Drops and comes back sometimes. And this was like a few days into after release. This is the worst... PC port of all time, this game is broken and does not work. None of them tried playing Arkham Knight on PC <laughs> in 2015. I, I I tried to make that, like, bro, like, you're looking at this and saying it's the worst PC port of all time. Or it might not have been of all time, it might have been in a long time. And uh, one of the guy's complaints about it, and his big one of his biggest complaints, um... I, I can't remember, and it kept... Oh, he kept saying, this game is several years old. Several years old. Multiple years old. The game was a y- less than a year and a half old at at the point of PC release, because Final Fantasy VII released in 2020, Integrate released in 2021, and the PC release was November of 2021? December? It's like barely a year and, and some change old for this game. This is years and years old, and it shouldn't be running like this. No, no, this game is, like, a year old. It's not an old game. It's practically brand new. And not only that, like, console games are not PC games. Like, they port it. The original studio doesn't even usually do the porting. And, like, it was not built to run on a, like, all right. Theoretically, it was built to run on a PC, because they developed these things with PCs. But every PC that a consumer has is different. Even if you... Like, even if you have the exact same components, your computer and my computer are going to be different just based on yeah. when the last time you ran Windows updates. I, and, and, and here's, here's mm-hmm. the thing. I, I, I had to argue with them. Like, bro, when, when Forza 5 came out, it wouldn't work on my PC, on Eric's PC, on Druton's PC at launch. Because my drivers were out of date. And it would it crash worked on the, my Xbox like a fucking champ, it would, though. It would crash the game. I did not know that I had to go to the GeForce Experience website to download a third-party app to update my drivers. I thought I could just go into the Windows and update my drivers. When I did that, it said drivers were up to date. Is it? Does that make 
Forza Horizon 5 a bad game and a broken game because my drivers were not up to date because I didn't know I had to go download the GeForce experience? I, I mean, it is a broken-ass PC port because that's not the only the only not... thing that was causing it to crash. Literally, like, go look at the list of apps that could cause it to crash if they are running on your PC while the game yeah. is running. It's almost every fucking app in existence. Like, yeah. literally, Steam, Discord, Battle.net, like, fucking Chrome. Like, there were so many apps where it was like, we don't know why the game is crashing, but if this app is running, maybe it's that. Yeah. And, and, and so, like, that's I, why I, I stopped playing it. And, like, so... All this to talk about the fact that, like, people with, when it came to Final Fantasy VII, it's the worst, it's broken. It's, quote, broken. Because there's frame rate drops. Go look at, look up these videos of the frame rate drops for the PC, and tell me, tell me how wrong I am about this. Because everyone says that I'm wrong, and it's, it's broken. It's not. You can still play the game. Um, Monster Hunter Rise. At launch, there was a chance that if you saved, would crash your game and your save would not work. There was also something underneath in the, in the background that some people weren't able to save at all. So if you put five hours into Monster Hunter Rise, not being able to save, you just lost five hours. But that's not the worst fucking... It's That's not the worst port in the world. PC gamers, not all of them, but th- there is a subset of PC gamers that are giant fucking babies. But... But here's the thing, like, and I tried to argue in favor of Final Fantasy fourteen. I said, give them a couple weeks. If it still not works, then go ahead and say it's bad. Don't say it's broken, because you can still play it. Go ahead and say it's bad. And their biggest argument is, well, modder fixed it day one. Okay, then download that fucking mod. Okay? Like, if, if somebody else fixed it, well, why didn't Square knew about this? Maybe they didn't. Maybe their systems were optimized. Well, this is PC Gamer, PC Mag, what, I don't, I don't know who, who it was. This is so and so. They have the best PCs. Well, maybe their PCs weren't optimized for Final Fantasy. And maybe Square's was. P- no, Square knew about this. No, fuck off. You just want to complain about a game that you think is stupid because you've never played it and you think it's lame. That's it. That's absolutely it. I mean, like, you're right that, like, Square is building it in a bubble. So, mm-hmm. like, what Cobb said. So, they very well could not have run into these issues. I am seeing plenty of articles from places I definitely trust, Ars Technica, Eurogamer, those two especially, talking about how the frame rate gets really fucking bad. So, like, I don't think it's the people are entirely wrong, but it's definitely not the worst PC port ever. As Cobb said, Batman Arkham Knight was so bad, it stopped being sold. I don't think it ever came back. They, they, they at one point, were complaining at the fact that there's no customization options for Gray. I can't turn this and that off or this and that off. And the thing that's causing the frame rate drops is this graphical input right here that I can't turn off. And a modder had to create a mod to make it so I could turn that off, and now it works fine. So Square needs Square Square knew about this. No. Yeah. They know about every single possible configuration of PCs. Like yeah, this is why I don't no. like PC games, because the people that play them are fucking babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're have, enti- like I, so many PC gamers are entitled little bitches about that stuff. I have a really good fucking PC. Almost top you have of the line a, PC. You have a mediocre PC at best. And and, and, <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad if, if there were issues like I would understand like I like it's likely my PC wasn't 
spec for a game that they're trying to play. Like, well, and just... and you at least understand that like making a game is hard. Yeah, every PC is different, and the game wasn't fucking made for PC. Like that's why it, it's coming out a year after the fucking console launch. But these guys tries to run a game development studio of his own, and they have not released anything. So... Sounds about right. Uh, but let's, let's, let's move well, on. So, well, so, real quick, uh, one, one other suggestion for your, uh, Play Together Tuesdays, once it goes back on sale, Warhammer Vermintide, mm-hmm. uh, it's 30 right now, but it's often on sale for, like, less than $10. Okay. Uh, it's, like, a fantasy Left for Dead, probably think, best way I to put was, it. I was, I was I've definitely mentioned it before. Yeah. Um, and then... So, like I was saying, uh, the original PC version of Final Fantasy VII, like, that looks... Like the... Like, not the Steam version of it, like the original PC version? Yeah. The one that came out... Uh, I mean, I guess this also might work on the Steam version. But Final Fantasy VII, not Remake. Uh, modders have just got it to... Uh, a, they've done a 60 frame per second mod, and it looks pretty amazing. That's weird. Because apparently that game is 15 frames per second. Really? Mm-hmm. Or at least the PC version was locked at 15 frames per second. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised, especially if it's the original PC, like the actual PC release, because the game you get... Actually, no, even the one that you get on Steam. Cause, so the Steam version, if I'm not mistaken, is just the fucking mobile port. All of the Final Fantasy games on Steam are just mobile versions that they ported back to PC, even though Final Fantasy VII had a fucking PC release in 1997. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if the mobile release was had, like, a really weird frame rate lock on it. I don't know, but yeah, like, I just saw this has been going around the last couple days, and I watched a clip from it, and I was like, whoa, that looks weirdly awesome. Huh. That's interesting. So yeah, look that up. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> there you go, Rich. Play together Tuesdays. Play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> it's, it's not, That's it's a single-player a- game. Guys, it's guys, a- guys, it's Teamwork Tuesdays. Alliteration. Come on now. Teamwork Tuesdays. And also, no, I don't I, like it. It, it. That's what it is. Teamwork Tuesdays. No, it's Play Together Tuesdays. No. It's play on a Team Tuesdays. Team, 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 Teamwork Tuesdays. Maybe totally just Team toge- Tuesdays. Look, it, it, yeah, if you, if you want to do alliteration, just Together Tuesdays. Because, like, what if you're not, what if it's not on, a, on the same team? What if it's not a co-op game? Uh, I mean... I, it's not very likely we're going to find a game like that, or that we're going to play a game. You don't know, because um, we're, we're we're probably uh, and Dritten was there for it. We're I'm thinking of doing occasional Fridays for family game night or Friday game night, family family fun Friday, fantastical game night. I don't know. We'll figure it out, but we're going to be doing some Among Us at some point. Shit, too. Oh, is this is is it the same people you were playing that with like like a week or two ago? Yeah, yeah. We were gonna. I was gonna do that on stream then, but decided not to just to like. I needed the day off of stream, so I was just like, I'm not going to do it on stream. Um, but everyone was down for doing it on stream, and they they were like, this might actually help the channel and get a lot of people to watch and whatnot, and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, no, I dig it. I dig it. Let's do it. So I haven't had a free Friday since then. So once I have another free Friday, I'll probably plan on another Friday family fun, fantastical, friendly game night. I don't know. You know. Alliteration's not all it's cracked up to be. I love I'm just going to throw that out there. I love alliteration. Metroidvania Mondays, Teamwork Tuesdays, Throwback Thursday Retros. Um, 
That's not alliteration. I know, but retro and there's Thursday doesn't have alliteration with anybody but anything but th- throwback, okay? So it's throwback Thursday with retro gaming. TT, throwback Thursday. That's the alliteration, but it's retro games. That's why I do retro games on Thursdays for throwback Thursday. Literally, so when I do the hashtags on my Instagrams and Twitters, I can do throwback Thursday. What's Wednesdays? Uh, Wednesdays was, um, I don't do Wednesdays anymore. And, but if I were to, it's going to be Weeaboo Wednesdays and we're going to do super anime games. Oh, so you're going to just start streaming, uh, Genshin Impact. I, possibly, <laughs> possibly. No, he's, ju- he's going to buy all the Hatsune Miku games. I mean, there's a chance. No, like, Tales Project from Arise. Miku. Literally, Tales from Arise would be the first thing I'd play on. That's not anime enough. It's still anime enough. No, you, you gotta, you gotta get, uh, what's that, um, Oh no, that game went off sale. The Jump Jump Force or whatever it was called, the fighting game with just all of the Shonen characters. And then, and then there was that uh, Aegis Defender or whatever. I, I, that game had like seventeen different fucking names. Oh, actually, before you actually just reminded me. Remember that? Um, there was that Switch um mecha game, Damon X Machina. Uh-huh. Remember we we both tried the demo for it, and I think yeah. you actually thought it seemed all right. Yeah. Um, it's free on Epic Game Store right now. Is. I think it's right now. If it's not right now, then it's like tomorrow. I'll I'll, I'll check once we're done. It's tomorrow. It um right now it's some game called Relica, Relict, uh, like to, that. I and then to, I have to remember to check the game night or the the, the Epic Game Store every week. I always forget. Yeah, it's uh, January twenty seventh to February third. Damon X Machina is going to be free. So yes, keep that in mind. The, uh, the, the uh the next the next mech game I'm going to get is definitely going to be uh Goth Armored Core. From software is, I believe, it's been leaked or at least potentially announced. They're developing the next armor. Just a rumor. Nothing has been confirmed. I don't. Yep. It's, it, I don't care. Goth armor core. I'm all for it. And like honestly, I, it's, I, it, with Elden Ring, their next game, you probably won't. If that thing is actually in development, probably like a 2025 game. That's fine. That's fine. at the earliest. I, I actually didn't realize that From Software did armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never realized that until. I saw those articles that they that they were like sending out uh, questionnaires of would you want to play an armored core to like fans and everything. Yeah, which I mean, armored core fans definitely want to play more armored core. Very different than what they've been doing for the last decade with the Souls games. But oh yeah, absolutely. It, that's their heritage. Um, speaking of heritage, how about some EA Star Wars bullshit? What what is this bullshit? I heard I heard a bunch of I heard there's like rumor of like three Star Wars games. So, yeah, so EA revealed that they have three new Star Wars games in the works, Mm -hmm. all of them in one way or another being overseen by Respawn. So Respawn is Titanfall, Apex, Star Wars, Jedi, Fallen Order, like that group. Um, So they're they're working on a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, Uh which is good. Like like Jedi Fallen Order was good. Um, they're also working on a first-person shooter that's being led by the co-creator of Medal of Honor, Peter Hirschman. Uh-huh. So also, like, that's cool. Like, Respawn has a pedigree with first-person shooters. Like, a lot of those guys came from Call of Duty and Medal of Honor and stuff like that to, to form Respawn when they, they left Activision. Um, and then the third game is a strategy game, apparently. Sure, why not? It just seems weird. Um, it's being worked on by Bitreactor, which is a team of a bunch of X for Axis devs who worked on like XCOM as well as some other games over there. Um, that so Bitreactor is making the strategy game, but I guess Respawn is overseeing it, co-developing it, something like that. Um, 
odds are that a lot of this has to do with the fact that Vince Zampella basically became the EA, like, make sure our game doesn't suck guy. Okay. Um, I forget what his actual title is, but he was basically promoted to, like, head of games at EA. Um, because Respawn is the only team that seems to be making non-sports games that don't suck over there. Um, because, yeah, like, all the other EA games that they've released in the last couple of years have been, like, mediocre. Other than, you know, Apex and Jedi Fallen Order. So, like, I think that's interesting. But, like, that's three more Star Wars games coming out of EA. So, that's going past their 10-year deal with, with Disney. But then we also have the KOTOR remake coming up. We have the Ubisoft Star Wars title that was announced, and the Quantic Dream title that was announced. Like, that's six fucking Star Wars games. That is too many games from a single IP, and three of them from a single, like, studio, publisher, whatever you want to say. So, like, I, I don't, I don't think that's too many until we find out what they are. So KOTOR is something everyone's been wanting, everyone's been asking for, like, some sort of remaster remake for KOTOR, like... I, I, I'm, I'm excited for that once they announce that. It's gonna be great. Hopefully. Who knows? Um, but it's gonna be completely different from what it used to be. And hopefully they still stick with the RPG style. But, uh, like, the way it's looking, all six of them are different kinds of games. We've got Fallen Order, which is probably maybe the closest thing to a, an RPG with it. It's, it's a Soulsborne style. We got, yeah, FBS. I mean, honestly, you know what? I will throw out there. I was saying earlier, I don't like Metroidvanias. Um, Fallen Order is very much like a Metroidvania, yeah, but yeah. I think I think I like the Star Wars side of it more than the actual gameplay. Yeah, uh, we've got an FPS, we've got a strategy game, and then uh, the Quantic Dream game. Those are like they're the ones that do like Detroit and 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 stuff like that, right? That's Quantic Dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, with the exception of the Ubisoft title, we can say that five of these games are going to be different from each other. And when it comes to a strategy Star Wars game that's in the style of an XCOM, that's, I think that's gonna be great. An FPS style, as long as it's not, like, if it's, like, as long as they're maybe, like, original stories and not just, you're on the Battle of Hoth again, like, then, but, like, that's the problem. That's what it's gonna fucking be. You don't because, know that, though. So, I think, I mean, Jedi Fallen Order, I think, will be a continuation of that story, and it will lead into what we're more familiar with. Like, that's yeah. just, that's, that's my feeling. Like, EA doesn't want to take chances, though. Like, their other two games, the, the, the first person shooter and the strategy game are going to be just based around the, the original trilogy. It, maybe it goes across all three trilogies, but it's still going to be the movies that we know. Um, because that's what EA does. EA's afraid to, they, they literally made Battlefront twice and it was almost exactly the same. And, and I like, mean, both of them were bad. <laughs> there, there is a chance that, the new one is could be Battlefront Three. There is a chance. So Jeff Grubb did say that, um, and and from GamesBeat, like he tends to to get an inside track on a lot of this stuff. Um, none of these studios are working on a Battlefront, as far as he knows, um, because Battlefront is generally a dice game, and dice is not making it. Yeah. So he he did say that the first person game is likely not a Battlefront. It's something different, but it's still they're not going to take a chance and go into a like an unseen air. Era, it's going to be full of Jedi's, and it's just going to be uninspired. I think that the one that could be the most interesting is the rumor of the the Quantic Dream game being a High Republic era game, because that's an era that they're exploring a lot in the comics and the books, but not in any other sort of multimedia. 
But the downside there is it's Quantic Dream, and those games are very hit or miss, and David Cage is kind of a shitty writer. So, like, depending on if, if it's all full him or not, like, that game could be entertaining or it could be a big pile of garbage. <laughs> but, like, whether or not these games are bad, I don't think it's oversaturation of the IP. Because there's a chance that they're not all going to be the same game. There is a chance that Ubisoft could just be releasing another FPS, or maybe some sort of um, tower climb. Who knows? Gonna, it's going to be fucking Assassin's Creed with lightsabers. <laughs> you know what? That. You know what? That's fine. Assassin's Creed start. Uh, Assassin's Creed a long, long time ago. That'll be the next game. Great. That's all of them. All of the Assassin's Creeds are a long, long time ago. But this one's a galaxy <laughs> far, far away this time. That's fair. So okay. how are you, look? How, you, you caught me on that one. How are you going to get the seed of Eden? To a galaxy far, far away. Look, did you ever watch the episode of uh, Parks and Rec where Patton Oswalt um, had to filibuster? Yes, yes. He explained how all of this works. Yeah, he does. He does. Right. I forgot about that. Because Thanos and and the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, Um, he he brings Star Wars. He brings Marvel. He brings everything fucking together. But yeah, I just, I'm, I can understand the concern. But I guess I like to to to, to sit in an air of hopefulness, uh, uh, since I'm generally just surrounded by dismay anyway, and be like, well, maybe they're gonna do right for this, and maybe we'll finally start getting some good good Star Wars games. Like I I've never played Fallen Order, but like I have the last good Star Wars game I played was Battlefront for the GameCube. Um, yeah, so like. There were good Star Wars games in like the '90s and early 2000s. Like, if if this um, first-person shooter that Respawn's working on is more akin to like um uh, like the Jedi Knight series or the uh, fucking Dark, what is that series called? God, damn. Uh, God, why am I drawing a blank on this? I don't know. Either of you like anything? No. I keep wanting to say Dark Messiah of Might and Magic, but that's obviously a different. That's thing. Might and Magic. Yeah, um, man. I, I'm. Mother, I was going to open up Steam, but then Steam isn't actually Star Wars Dark Forces. Yes, yes, yeah. There well, we go. That was definitely a game. I don't know if that. No, exactly. no, no, that, that. Okay. So that was part of the Jedi Knight series. Um, those were the games that um you play as Kyle Katarn. Uh, where in the first game, I don't think he had any Force powers, at, or maybe near the end he gets them. But then, like as those games go on, you become more and more of a Force user. Um, but in the first game, you are actually trying to get the plans for the original Death Star. So, like, obviously that canon has changed now. Yeah. With, like, with the Rogue One and everything. So, perfect time to reintroduce those characters into new canon. The same way they did with Grand Admiral Thrawn, bringing him into Rebels and stuff. Like, they took a character that was popular in the EU and made them canon again. But, I don't know. I I just wish that we were getting... And, I mean, it's double-edged sword. Like, I would much rather see Respawn do more Titanfall or, like, a totally new IP than just be making three fucking Star Wars games. Yeah. And, like, what does this do? Like, so they have a team working on Apex because, obviously, they're going to keep working on Apex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just released a new character for Apex. Yeah. They have a team developing the new Fallen Order, and then they're also going to have a team doing this first-person shooter. Plus, whatever portion of their team is working with Bit Reactor to make the strategy game, and it's just that just seems like a lot for one studio to deal with, and I feel like it's it's just going to cause problems in the development chain. 
like with like delays and people complaining about crunch and stuff like that and i don't know i would just much rather see them do something else than all of these star wars games and that's coming from somebody i like star wars i just read the newest book but i i I can i can understand the hesitation and i i and i'm not gonna and i can understand the fear of like a a one one studio working on all this but were we given release dates were we given time frames these could be no, games but that are they're working like, on all of them. So like they're they're a hundred percent going to be staggered because I guarantee they've been working on Fallen Order since yeah. shortly after the first one finished. Mm-hmm. Um, but like still, like they are working on all of them at the same time, and like that's just a lot. And to have three other titles coming from other studios over the the next handful of years, that's just a lot of content for one IP. And like it, we've both complained about it in the past, you know. Star Wars has all sorts of of places they could explore, and it's always the same yeah. fifty years worth of content, and you're constantly bumping into the same two dozen characters, give or take. That's why, like the, the like the Kotor remake, that's awesome. That is two thousand years prior to the original movies, um, maybe more, maybe less, but it's definitely it's far enough in the past that like even Yoda doesn't fucking exist yet. Um, and like the Quantic Dream one potentially being High Republic. That's 200 years prior. So that's at least, you know, characters like Yoda and like aliens that live a long time could pop up, but you're not going to have, you know, there's no Skywalkers, there's no Obi-Wans, like it, it's got to be original beyond that. Yeah. But everything else, it's just kind of like, yeah, no, I mean, this could just, you could be playing fucking Luke Skywalker in all of these. Who the fuck knows? And and that's like, until we get more about it, like, it, it, I and then that's where I stand hopeful. Until I get told. That the, all three of those games being developed by Respawn, the same in the Skywalker era. I'm I'm gonna sit here and be like, all right, or, or revolve around the Skywalkers. They could be in the Skywalker era, but just not revolve around the Skywalkers. That is my thing. Is I don't want a, and like like you just said, like I don't want a Star Wars Skywalker story. I want I I want just other stories. Like I want it's it's a galaxy far far away. It's, there's not just tattooing. It's not just Coruscant, like there's an entire fucking galaxy. Give me, give me a side of the galaxy that doesn't even have any idea what's going on with this shit. Yeah, and like, like Fallen Order, totally separate character. Like it was, it was a Jedi Padawan who escaped Order sixty six and like went into hiding. Which I feel like at this point, like half of the extended universe Star Wars stuff that takes place post Episode three, that's the fucking story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, like, no Jedi Knights or Masters fucking got away, but all the fucking children did. <laughs> um, he, obviously, Anakin sucks at killing kids. I mean, at, at least defenseless kids. Yeah. Uh, but even in Fallen Order, you run into a lot of other established Star Wars characters. Like, you, you run into Darth Vader. You run into, um, uh, Forrest Whitaker's character from, uh, Rogue One. Like, while he, like, he's not a crazy prominent character, like, that stuff still happens, and like, yeah, like, give me something just totally divorced from all of that. And I, I would not be mad if like we do meet more of the Rogue One characters in any of these games, but like running into the Vader and shit, that's where, yeah, I like that's the line that I'm drawing. Like running into the characters that we absolutely know. If if one of these movies is a Lando Calrissian movie or not movie game, if the Quantic Dream game is all about Lando Calrissian, I'm all for that. Because that would make a good game. Lando being Lando. Yeah, and that, you, that could you, be. You playing as Lando Calrissian, a character that you really don't know much about, 
but is a fan favorite, same as Boba Fett. Like, let's do that, because that's something different. Because although he has his interaction with Solo in the Solo movie, and he has his interactions in uh, Episode 5 and, and Episode 9, like, you really don't know much about him. He's just, he, he runs the Cloud City. That's all you really knew for most of the most of the uh, Skywalker saga. Yeah, at least at least from the movies. Yeah. Um, but that that and honestly, that's part of the reason why I'd rather them just go like separate era versus this because even if you grab a character that is just interesting, that's from that 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 time span, and you're still in that time span. So like the the sort of odds of them also shoving in, you know, a Luke or a Leia or a Han or any of that stuff and making that part of it. It's just like, okay, cool. We get it. He knows these people. But again, you know, it's a whole fucking galaxy. It's not like they're like, it's, it's not like it takes five minutes to like drive around the corner to run into these people. Like they're all fucking like generals and shit like that. They should be in different fronts of this goddamn war. Um, but if you look at like the high Republic stuff, that's, it's a very Jedi focused, but it's a, different sort of focus it's not jedi versus sith it's like it's a it's a different type of villain that has no power the way the jedis do but that keeps beating the jedi and i honestly think having that sort of like like using what they're establishing back then would actually be way more interesting for a game because like they're arguably better than the jedi with a lot of this stuff because the the guy in charge is just outthinking them every fucking time and it's it's at a period where the it's called the High Republic period because the the Republic is at its height. Like everything's going real good for the Republic, and the Jedi have gotten very just you know to ego, not egotistical, but like they they think that they can't be touched essentially. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, it's it's going to be a while before any of these game games come out. I would I just wish we were getting more variety instead of just six games from the same IP. I mean, look. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, I, I can understand, and I'm hoping that we do get variety from these IPs, except for Ubisoft. It's just going to be you climbing the Death Star the entire I, time. I mean, 100%. It, it's, <laughs> no, it's not even going to be the Death Star. It's going to be on Tatooine. You're going to be climbing fucking moisture towers or some stupid shit that don't even exist. Yeah. Well, it's, um, what, I lost it. Never mind. I lost oh, where no, I was it, going. It, it, it'll be on, um, Kashik. You'll be climbing the trees. There you go, mm-hmm. Kashik climbing mm-hmm. the trees. I remember yeah. at the beginning of episode uh, seven when she's uh, scrapping through the, um, the, the the star destroyer. You're gonna be climbing star destroyers, scrapping them, and that's it. Yeah. No, I mean, look, that's Ubisoft, right? But yeah. Um. Other than that, I I managed to watch the first three episodes of Peacemaker. Oh yeah. Yeah. That show is uh that show's pretty good. That's good. Yeah. And Drew, I think even you might like just find it like enjoyable. Um. He was the most fun character in uh, Justice League, or uh, not Justice the League, Suicide Second Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. Yeah, and like, honestly, he is just as much fun in this. Um, I believe because, it. Like, John Cena's very funny. Like, like he, the dude definitely has comedic timing. I mean, did you see he went on, I think it was uh, Jimmy Fallon dressed as Peacemaker? Did he? Oh, he, he, he was doing, from the time the movie came out through now, all of his... Uh, publicity stuff he just does in the suit Mm -hmm. like it's fantastic um but them just this being just him getting to be like kind of front and center and just be as like dumb and goofy as he wants just it works and they're walking a nice line so far of having having him have a little bit more character than just like that that pompous asshole from the suicide squad 
but still being that pompous asshole from the Suicide Squad. Um, like, so, like, you, it's very much walking this line of, like, you almost want to root for him, but he's not a good guy. <laughs> um, but, like, he had, his sidekick is a fucking bald eagle. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, like, and, yeah, he just has a fucking bald eagle that's, like, his best friend. Um, and he, he has another, like, he basically has a, has a, um, an, an admirer that's another, like, vigilante that just idolizes him. And it, it's, yeah, it's just all sorts of stupid. Um, and like we were talking before, Robert Patrick's in it, and he's great. He plays his dad. He is super fucking racist. Like, he's, like, he is actually an awful person. Like, and I think that's what makes, um, Peacemaker a little bit more likable, is like, he's a bad guy, but he's not that kind of bad guy. Like, he says all the time, he's like, I'll kill anybody if they break the law. I don't care what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's, it's an interesting take on this stuff, and, it's got a plot, but the plot almost doesn't matter. It's really more just about, at least in the first three episodes, it's just about sort of him interacting with these other people that he's sort of forced to work with. Because um, this picks up, like, five months after the Suicide Squad movie. So, like, in that movie, you know, you, I think it's in one of the credit scenes. He wakes up in, like, the hospital. Yeah. So, like, this picks up with him basically being discharged from the hospital. Okay. And, and he's, 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 he's being, he's being a bad guy? I mean, he's not a villain, but, like, he's not a good person necessarily evil, e- evil either, um, cause, like, he's, he is a vigilante, but he is very much in, like, the Punisher vein of vigilantes, where, like, he will kill people, but where the Punisher tends to kill, like, murderers and people that, like, while it's not justifiable, like, they are actually, like, the scum of the universe sort of things, yeah. Peacemaker will kill anything, if he thinks it's going to bring peace and justice. So, like, that's where it kind of, like, he kind of has that, like, fault to him. Um, but he's also just stupid. Like, everything he does is just fucking, and not, like, stupid, like, unintelligent. Like, he just does stupid shit constantly. <laughs> like, he drives around in, like, like an old, like, Camaro or something like that that's fucking painted like the American flag. Okay. Okay. Um, in one, I forget if it's the first episode or the second episode, but he basically gets put on a team of, um, it's, it, it's a bunch of the people that were in the Suicide Squad um, that worked at Argus that, like, um, you know, like, how they knocked out Amanda Waller at the end and then helped um, Task Force S- X at the end with um, Starro? Yeah. So it's some of the people from that that basically got demoted to having to work this shitty, like, op with Peacemaker for, right. like, what they did to Waller. Um, and, like, their first meeting is at, like, this, like, chain Italian restaurant. And they're all in just, like, regular civilian clothes, and this motherfucker comes walking in in his Peacemaker outfit, <laughs> helmet and everything. And, like, literally, the pe- like the, the people that he's with are just, like, staring at him coming in the door, just like, is this guy fucking for real? Um, And, like, he sits down, and they're just like, why are you dressed like that? He's like, it's a new costume, I have to break it in. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just stupid shit like that. This is, this is what DC needs to... to, to to grab onto man like they need to pay attention to this stuff yeah like, i mean it's a, i saw a little while ago it's apparently like the top viewed thing on hbo max or something like that uh-huh so like it's at least this is working and hopefully it's like connecting with somebody at wb <laughs> but it helps too that it's james gunn like that mm-hmm. dude has he has the right sense of humor for this type of show um and so he wrote and directed i think all eight episodes and apparently he from what I've read and, and heard a few other places talk about, 
he, he wrote this whole thing while he was on, like, lockdown for COVID because he was bored. Yeah. Like, they had to shut down filming for the Suicide Squad, I believe. So he just wrote an eight-episode series about Peacemaker because he thought John Cena was doing really well in the role and thought he, ha- he, he had more acting chops than he normally got, like, the chance to display. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is... I like this is a very minor spoiler, but he has a conversation with somebody at one point where he basically tells them that he has a big dick and that it's too big and it hurts people. And he used to be called Baby Chimp Arm in middle school. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, no, like that. That's the whole thing. I don't even remember how that conversation comes up, but that's a thing he says to somebody. And it wasn't like a brag. It was just like, no, this is a problem. (laughs) That's great. I love it. Yeah, like. They have done. I'm looking forward to watching more of it. I'm actually bummed that it's a it's a weekly release, but I'm also glad it's a weekly release because mm-hmm. it's one of those. I definitely would have just watched it like constantly, but I can't. Like I caught up, so I have to wait until the next one comes out. Yeah, kind of like uh, kind of like the book of Boba Fett. Um, I'm not gonna talk about that, but I did watch that too, and I'm glad that is weekly because I can just take my fucking time with it. I'm I. The episode three weeks ago, three weeks ago, I, I wasn't, I, I, it was weird, but for the most part, it's all been really good. Yeah, it's enjoyable. It's very slow and plotty, which is, isn't a bad thing, but it's not like a, I don't want to binge that show in any way, shape or form. Like one, one episode at a time is more than enough. Yeah, I, I feel like if I were to binge that show, uh, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. Like I watched, uh, two episodes today because I forgot to watch last week's. And these were, like, the first two that felt well enough to, like, be like, alright, these can be watched back to me. But, um, it's mostly because of what they, what they set up at the end of last week's and what they did for this week's just really worked all well. Yeah, and, like, I think some of the, uh, I find the flashbacks more interesting than anything. Like, that one episode that was just him living with the Sand People. Yeah. Um, that was probably one of the most interesting episodes of, like, a Star Wars live-action thing. Yeah. Um. And I, as somebody that reads the comics and all, I was actually super excited to see them bring in um, Black Christian, or however you say his name, the the Wookiee. Yeah. Because uh, he's been in the comics for the last, like, five or six years. And he's a... You don't often get to see, like, basically a bad guy Wookiee, and that's super exciting. But that's not there. I figure we can talk about Book of Boba Fett once it wraps up, because I, I think it is also eight episodes. Yeah, and it'll be wrapped It'll up just soon. be... It'll just be easier to talk about that that whole thing at once rather than piecemealing it episode by episode. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, Peacemaker Peacemaker is very good, and I made both of you guys watch the uh, the intro because mm-hmm. holy shit, is that a good intro? Mm-hmm. It is a great intro, and the uh, the faces are what make it. Like mm-hmm. none of them smile, none of them make anything other than the most serious deadpan faces. As they're doing all the goofy, like, jazz hands and stuff like that. Yeah. Man. I just want... Honestly, I could just watch the intro over and over again. I, I watched it once. That's... That's... I mean, it loses its... It's, um... It loses, it loses its gusto after after watching it once. Like, it's ridiculous, but then it's just like, alright, this is what it is. It might. I have also only watched it as part of the show. So it's, you know... They usually have, like, a cold open, and then it, it goes into that, and... Usually the cold open is so drastically different than a fucking dance number that it's pretty it's pretty jarring. Yeah. Um. And you always get to that to that one quick like two second spot of um Robert Patrick doing his little dance, and it's just it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just really really great. 
Yeah. Uh, but that's all I all I have. Do either of you have anything else you want to talk about? No. no. I think that's about it for me. Um, uh, I'll I'll probably have a lot more to talk about next week with um, uh, Legend of Vox Machina releasing their first three, two or three episodes on Friday. I, yeah, I think it's uh, the first two. And yeah. Plus you plus you have to buy Arceus. Yeah, I I, I will I'll, I'll figure out what I'm gonna buy. Uh, throughout this weekend. And, and, well, I mean, and you're buying both of them. We talked well, about this. You're I'm, saving $20 <laughs> by buying no, both of them. It, it, no, that's not how that works, but it's also I'm not buying either of them this weekend because I don't have the time to play them until mo- at the earliest Monday. Yeah, but just buy RCS on Friday. This way you have it. It's a Switch game, so like you can just hang out and play it while you're watching TV. I, I don't have time to do that. You have weekend. plenty of time. No. Look, you say you're taking your mom to the grocery store. You don't have to go grocery shopping. Bring no, your Switch, I, play Arceus. I have to, I'm going because I have to go grocery shopping as well. I wouldn't be bringing my mom to the grocery store if I didn't have to go. Well, you're a bad son, aren't you? I, I could be, yeah. <laughs> but I'm literally playing D&D twice this weekend. Yep. Um, and recording Brose on Saturday. That's playing D&D too many times. Nope. And, and, and no, you played D&D last week. You know it's not too many times. No, I mean, one, one time in a month is, is plenty. Nah. Nope. If Richie hadn't had the COVID scare and all going on, there was originally scheduled me to play D&D every day one weekend. Like, we were going to play with you on the 14th, and then with Eric on the 15th, and then record on the 16th. Are you you guys starting that game with, with Eric back up finally? Well, we had planned to, but then now it looks like maybe March. Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> I I don't I honestly don't remember saying that we were going to play on the fifteenth. Oh like, yeah, that a hundred percent got. Go look in that chat. A hundred percent got said fifteenth, fifteenth. Yes, yeah. Like, but maybe you didn't say yes, but me, Eric, and Vogel all did. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't remember that at all. That yeah, that's um, just too much. Because I was the fifteenth. There was something the fifteenth that like I don't know. I because I why did I not. Outbreak Undead. I don't know. Whatever. Because this is just you, other stuff. No, I think I did have something else going on or planned for the 15th. I just don't remember. Did maybe you wind up making different plans after that got canceled because you were not going anywhere? Uh, maybe. Or maybe I just canceled all my plans because I was just like, fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the moment. Or at the time. Yeah, I don't know. who knows. But, you know, you can you can 100% play Arceus while you're playing D&D. No, do you really want me to record bonus action while playing Arceus and D and D? No, you'll 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 re- you'll pay attention to bonus action. You'll play you'll you'll play Arceus while you're playing your other game. No, ah, you're boring. No, live a no. little. I, I do. I play two games of D and D in a week. It actually would have been three if uh, one of the guys wasn't um, uh, on uh, a vacation with my weekly game. Is well, no, because I I would have brose on Saturday. So yeah, no, I've got a life. It's good. Y'all play too many, too many D and D's. It's just too many. I'll get in there, bro. I'm starting to get there. Uh, especially because especially you have a weekly one. At least like monthly ones, like can be like you know you can strategically schedule those. But like weekly, it's like oh nope. There's there's always going to be week where you're playing it. Um, a second one that week also probably. Well, the 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 weekly one started because we weren't playing much of Eric's. At all during the pandemic, and I was invited into a weekly one. And I have told them now that the world is starting to mostly open back up that like I'm gonna have to cut down my play, uh, my my 
availability for this weekly game. And um, they play Outbreak Undead now uh, every other week. So I was like, as much as I do want to try that game system, I'm like, I don't have, I don't have it in me to learn a new game system and be in a weekly game. I just, I need every other week. Yeah, especially because, so at this point, you're, you're a, a not, a, not counting a weekly game. You're a player in two monthly-ish games and a DM in two monthly-ish games. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. That is a lot. Which I have everything in my head that I want to do with both games, just not on paper, and get those on paper. Gage, I mean, you do only, that. <laughs> yeah, you've only got like three days before you have to have Sundays ready. Uh, Sundays will definitely be ready, for sure. Like I, you've, I had, know, you've had like two months. I don't know why it's not I, done already. Because I procrastinate. You're bad at this, man. Get good. No, I mean, this is how I get good. I, I wait till the last minute, and then I come up with all my bright ideas. No, it, it's literally, I have the basis of most of the session on paper, but it's plotting out the potential other courses that you guys could go. Um, See, Drew, this is why the last session you guys were just on watch duty for a week, because Rich forgot mm-hmm, to plan mm-hmm, anything else. Mm-hmm. No, no, it, that, <laughs> I, that was always my plan, was to put you guys on watch duty. Um, I just wanted dice rolls to be better. Um, but, no, it's I've got, right now, at this point, it is opening up more to where you guys are going to make, you're going to have a choice of what to do and where to go when you get to where you're going. And I have to have all of the choices prepared in case you, for depending on which one, if you do just one or all of them that you do. Or just so, give them the illusion of choice. No, it's, that's not how I do things. It's, that's called railroading. And I already feel bad enough that I did it, did it to Sean. I, I, I don't, I don't like railroading. You should, if nobody knows, then it's not railroading. No, it's, you you'll you still know. You still no, know. I mean, you know, but they don't know. No, they'll still know. Even if they don't know, they'll still know. They'll eventually key into it that, uh, wait, we weren't really, why are we doing this? And I've had characters do that before. It's like, well, why are we here? This has nothing to do with any of my quest or original quest that we were going on. Why are we here? Oh, we were just railroaded to come here because the DM wanted us to come here. It's, you, you'll, you'll figure it out at some point if you're being railroaded. You just gotta get better at railroading people then. <laughs> you got to no, make them feel like it was their decision. Getting better at railroading is you don't railroad. I don't know. It's, it's all right. Uh, the client I was at today, um, they're like they're all super nerdy. Like they play board games and D and D and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I heard the one guy was talking to another one, and he was saying that like he's he's doing like some sort of like horror game with everybody. Um, and one of his players is on their fifth character because they keep dying. <laughs> oh jeez, that's, that's probably outbreak on dead. It might be, I, I forget what he said said it was, but the person is just very, like, caution to the wind. They just kind of go for everything. Yeah. And he's even sitting there, but it's like, why don't you, like, take your time and, like, talk it over with everybody else? And the guy's like, no, I'm just going to fucking punch them and let's see what happens. Yeah, it, it, that is that is a very brutal and unforgiving system made primarily for roleplay and less for actual combat. Like, there are combat rules and everything, but it is made more for roleplay, and all of your actions have a reaction or, or, or something that comes of it, and it's more about the roleplay and uh, problem-solving and less about just going and punching it. That's fair. Uh, but I guess with, with that segue, we're, we're probably done for the week. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, uh, next week we are going to be doing our next book club, which will be the 2006 film Silent Hill. So that should be fun. Um, also, in, in case you guys were interested, um, 
you bowl came out of retirement he's going to be making more movies oh no um i also just found out today they made an alone in the dark 2 well he made it alone in the dark 2 uh, no why so we're, gonna have to, we're definitely <laughs> going to watch that at some point if i can find it uh but yeah so yeah next week silent hill but otherwise if you would like to find more of our content you can head over to www.one-quest.com you can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Uh, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline, or at one underscore quest on Twitter and Instagram. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Uh, and I think uh, this past Monday, actually, the latest episode of Bonus Action went up. So you can go check that out as well. Uh, that What was that, episode 7, Rich? Sound right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Episode 7, um, episode 8 will not be this Friday, but next Friday. And actually, ep- next Friday will also be um, session 3 will go up. Mm-hmm. So all that fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.